0: It's going bloody
1: wonderful. Where are you? Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Here it's time for my surprise. It's been killing me not to talk about this for the last month on the pod, but I am in England.
0: Everybody's here. The whole gang's here.
1: Everybody's here. It's the place to be yes I so
0: you couldn't talk about it because right. will was doing a surprise for his mummy that's right um to show up at her house
1: yes that is what happened we surprised his mom and we had it planned for like a couple months before Christmas and 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 so I couldn't tell the listeners about it but it's been so exciting and you and I last week were in England at the same time but I had to I just couldn't mention anything. <laughs> so because in England we got here and we stayed for a week with his dad before we came to surprise his mom so I was here if you can imagine this everyone in this day of Instagram you know in this age of Instagram I couldn't post anything <laughs> it was torture. Oh, it was so hard. So now I'm free, I'm posting yeah, that was away.
0: Yeah, that, um, that was a big pain, big gripe for you is that you were unable to share your- Will was like, are you Instagram. serious?
1: You're really gonna throw a tantrum about not being able to post on Instagram? And I said, you don't understand. It's my outlet. <laughs> oh my
0: God, bless. So I saw the video of the surprise moment. Is that something that's like gonna be shared?
1: I don't know. I said to Yvette, she can, like, I'm not going to share it, but she can if she wants, but her face, she couldn't.
0: I know. I think that, I would love if we shared it, because I think it's, just like, it literally made my whole day seeing that video. It made me feel so happy.
1: It's so sweet. She's just so shocked, it's and so she can't sweet. talk. She's just like- standing
0: there, like...
1: <laughs> she said she thought she was seeing a ghost which is normal for her because she's the host of most haunted and their house here is very haunted so I wouldn't discount that but it was wonderful yeah it was nice. really really special and they had no idea and is the
0: lady with her
1: that's wills gran that's her mom Okay, and I thought so. I thought she, so. She looks yeah. fucking
0: amazing. By the she way. she had her
1: really young. She had her at eighteen, so they're like sisters. And oh, cute! Yeah, they they have a really great relationship, and uh, she was here too, which was we didn't know oh, she was no. going to be here, and we I had to hop a ten foot fence. <laughs> and sneak around the side of the house and look in windows. It was a big reconnaissance job, but. Um.
0: It was so worth the. It was so worth it. It's one of those things where to see the look on her face.
1: It's such a big scale surprise. I mean, for somebody to come halfway around the world, and orchestrate everything that it would take to get here, you would just never suspect it. It's like, what do they say about a lie? If you're gonna lie, make it a big lie. Yeah, people will believe a huge lie. The big, big the bigger it is the more they'll fall for it so we got away with it so here we are both in England
0: I love that room you're in it's really really pretty and you know
1: this room is really amazing because where I'm sitting now is in this brightly lit tv room that's been totally redone but last time I was here this was the scariest basement you have ever seen
0: Oh, so that's been changed since you were last there. Yes,
1: they completely restored the basement. But it looked like the bowels of a thousand-year-old pirate ship. (laughs) 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 It was so scary down here with dripping water. It looks lovely. And like a dirt floor. And now it's just gorgeous. It's this television room. So I am lounging down here. But the whole house is amazing. It's parts of it are like... Seven, eight hundred years old. All the staircases are slanted. Nothing is on an even surface, like you were saying about your cottage. Yeah, everything yeah, rolls down thing. the bedside table. And
0: I mean, you can see the roof right now. Look at yeah, the shape of that. Exactly. Where's that going?
1: <laughs> yeah. What? Wh- what's that? And same with these beams. It's just all beams in this house. And these beams. I'm not sure where your beams are from. These are from old ships. The beams in this house. Ah. Um. and maybe uh, that was
0: common practice I think it was I I think it was in a lot of homes yeah
1: we should find out
0: it makes sense because of how kind of eroded a lot of them are
1: it does make sense they definitely look like they've seen the ocean
0: beautiful yeah so you're in England you're in heaven you're frolicking heaven frolicking
1: trying to let go of the insanity in my head that I feel like I've brought from home and this is what I wanted to, te- to tell you. I'm wondering if you feel the same way. I'm experiencing that I'm having a really hard time relaxing. Huh. Like I, I feel like, you know how they say, anywhere you go, you take the weather with you. Mm-hmm. You really can't outrun yourself, right? You'll get to the ends of the earth, and guess who will be waiting for you? So you.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting. You say that. I've been thinking about that really a lot myself. I was. I was yeah.
1: wondering because I think it's pretty common, and I really needed to get away from the grind that I was in, and and some things that I'm dealing with at home, and I'm just having a really hard time. I'm really stressed and. and I, I don't want to do that here because I'm in my favorite place on earth I'm in heaven it's just the most gorgeous countryside and the most peaceful special house with lovely people and I'm so fucking stressed about situations that have been happening back in California and it's like how do you put it all on pause and be here now
0: yeah, like is it work stuff or is it other? Things? It's
1: work stuff, and it's, it's, it's a personal situation that has some legalities to it, like kind of a legal situation that's mm-hmm. going on, and just that brain, that brain, that yammer, yapping, mm. brain is so hard to put to the side. You know what? Go in your corner. <laughs> you don't get to speak right now. Yeah. And I haven't yeah. left town in a while. I've been working my ass off this year and in all these pitch meetings, as you know, and blah, blah, blah. And how do we put it on pause?
0: Well, I think the work stuff is like very much a choice. I think that we all tell ourselves we're so busy, we're so important, we're so. Meh, I've got all this stuff going on. It's like, it's so important. It's like, literally, if you never spoke to any of those people again, there'd be be consequences. Nothing would happen. So I think that for that stuff, it's very much a choice. And it's, as I'm always saying, it's so boring discipline. I think you just have to be remarkably disciplined with yourself, Mm -hmm. not checking emails when you wake up. Since I've been here, I've been in the habit of looking at my phone in the morning, but that's also because I've had uh, some situations going on with obviously my family having COVID, my mom is elderly, Um, a friend of mine has been ill and in the hospital with something not COVID related and it's been a highly stressful two weeks. So I've got in the habit of checking the phone every morning and in the last few days since we've been back at the cottage, I've been realizing how stressed I am So I've had to really be like, don't touch the phone (laughs) because all I want to do is get in there, get in my emails, check my messages, send out messages. And it's like, it just, I think it is like going to the gym or something. It's just like you have to, it's like what we've talked about before, tuning in with yourself before you tune into anything else. And I think when you set that tone for the day, it makes it much easier to be disciplined because you've almost like started how you mean to go on mm-hmm. in a way you've like you know you know how they say when you were a little girl did anyone i mean probably not because you were given like carob and tofu sticks mm-hmm. but
1: Hell yeah, my mom was.
0: would be like don't eat anything so you can't have sweet things in the morning like breakfast cereals or whatever it is because then all you want to do all day is eat sweet things
1: that's true
0: so it's kind of I don't know. I look at it as the same way as that is just it's building habits, just, isn't it? And it's in LA, it's just all about the grind. Everyone's identity, everyone's life is
1: Here's what I realize is that we are and we've said this before of course in so many ways. We are so addicted to the stress. To stress. We're so addicted to oh my stress. God, completely. And it's practicing awareness, tuning mm-hmm. in with yourself as many times throughout a day as you can. You know, my mm-hmm. guru Jay Shetty says that he practices awareness when he makes his cup of tea in the morning. He'll stand there and he boils it on the stove in a saucepan instead of a, a kettle because he likes to watch the water boil, slowly boil. And he watches the wow. bubbles and he's very intentional about the the brewing of his tea in the morning. And then he pours the water Mm. and then he puts the bag in and he watches the tea blend out into the water and he watches the steam off of the cup and then he takes it and he smells it first and then he sips it and he pays attention to how it tastes. And that's kind of his daily morning setting the tone for the rest of his day. And as many times in a day as we can check in and get ourselves into the present moment, right? Mm-hmm. is it and that's the discipline you're talking about so that's what I've been
0: it's really noticing hard. and I I I'm so interested that you're bringing this up because I've been having a similar thing but it's and I just I loathe to even talk about it I'm so bored of it Yeah. That, <laughs> um, I'm just so bored of talking about COVID and thinking I about know. COVID and all of those things but what I've realized in the last since the Omicron hysteria um is I'm having similar feelings but it's not about work or anything it's about this COVID stuff and what I've realized is that over the last two years I'm having like a Pavlov's dog response to anything to do with COVID where it immediately sends me into a stress state Mm -hmm. regardless of what the facts are regardless of the statistics regardless of the numbers regardless of any of it immediately i go into a high stress state where i'm thinking about um my you know demise the demise of those around me you know vaccinations not vaccinations hospitalizations and it's all of a sudden there's all this shit's flipping around in my head yeah and it's just at the slightest switch of a button basically by the media jacking up and gassing everyone off. Well, did about- you watch
1: Boris's emergency announcement the other night? It's exactly no, what because- I know. Well, it's exactly what happened because yeah. he didn't say anything important. All he said was, we're urging people to get the boosters. But that was an yeah. emergency announcement. And you would not believe the tailspin that everyone I watched it with went into about the panic and, and the stress of it. And that's goes back yeah. to being addicted to the stress and the media totally. has done that. That's all they do, that's it's, all they it's, do.
0: But it, it's, it's, a, it's the same situation, di- sorry, different situation, same mechanism for so many different things. And obviously I'm sure that you are familiar with the Pavlov's dog thing, yeah, yeah. it's like the bell is ringing and I'm responding yeah. and the bell of work is ringing for you and you're responding. Um, You know, despite the fact that I know that I've had COVID twice and I'm fine, despite the fact that I, we know that there has been one death from Omicron, which it wasn't even right. confirmed whether it was beca- because of Omicron or with Omicron, even though the people at the epicenter of the new breakout have said this is a mild cold, even for those who are unvaccinated, like, despite knowing all of this, I am still sp- bazzing out you and
1: millions of others yeah and for me what reason? I know because we've been trained for what reason? we've been trained exactly
0: and as you have been trained by your work schedule and by the industry and by your own brain and by that your other situation you've been in which moving on to that i think it's completely natural for your legal situation you know the other situation that you're experiencing stress about I think that you can't really like lump those two like the work and and being away thing in with that because I think <laughs> even the most I think even Jay Shetty would be feeling <laughs> you know stressed Stress. about that and there's like an impen- there's like um an impending date there's a build up to this thing yeah I'm holding my breath and it's so it's, na- it's so natural yeah you're like bracing for the impact of this thing yeah. and I mean, talk about discipline. God, you, you're you going to have to do extra, extra work to, you know, calm your titties down. I know. While that happens. I know, I know. <laughs> and it's like, what you know, maybe that's a great conversation that we could have on, on the Instagram that would be interactive. Is like when people do have something coming up, like that is impending, that's like feels like a st- slow motion train coming towards you. Yeah how do you cope I don't that's a really good what point do you do? because
1: there are things in life that are real and they are really going to happen and they are going to be very difficult mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. do we stay healthy when we're holding our breath and people do this for years without realizing it Oh my! we God. hold our breath figuratively and and really we hold our breath we breathe very shallowly we don't breathe deeply because holding our breath holds our emotions in place it keeps a cap on everything mm. when you breathe deeply you bring life and energy into your body and it loosens up a lot of stuff so we tend to hold our breath Well, but you're yeah. also
0: oxygenating like yourself yeah. are but
1: figuratively holding good. our breath people do this for years mm. and it does take a toll how can we it really does it really really does it's
0: your, your tent, your bracing, yeah. it's not just a breath thing, like every muscle in your body is, I feel like we've talked about this, like, you know, do you ever lay down on the pillow and realize that you're not just like relaxed? Yes. That you're like holding your head up on the yes. pillow? Yes, and
1: then you go relax and then your body relaxes like oh. six inches down. Exactly, before I realized I was doing that, how f-
0: many years was I going to sleep like <laughs> stiff as a board? <laughs> Like, mm, so cozy. Just like...
1: <laughs> it's so true. I was I was doing it for like 30 years. It's so true. And maybe that can be part of checking yourself throughout the day to to bring yourself to present time is do a body check. Check the tension in I your just, body. Uh,
0: and you will... Uh, like, I just
1: did it right now and off. realized that I'm sitting here like a stiff board. Like, <laughs> but I'm relaxed on this big fluffy couch. But I'm still... And yeah. So wow. that's the
0: interesting thing isn't it? You're like I'm 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 in a relaxing place. Yeah. I should be relaxed. I'm so relaxed and then actually you're just you're just a ball
1: like... of tension.
0: <laughs> but I do, I do think it's interesting to watch the way that different people deal with impending uh I don't want to say doom <laughs> but you know when so <laughs> like actually though there are things in life that are that is like impending doom and you just like for me it's like anything to do with me going to the gynecologist and uh i'm literally just like it makes me dizzy and hot and i just can't handle it um (laughs) you think it's so funny i mean no it's no but it is funny it is funny the way that i get is you've seen me when we talked about my iud the other day i just went, i just started sweating and getting bright red because it's Mm -hmm. like i feel like this thing is coming towards me slowly and i'm just like no (laughs) <laughs> I'm like not doing anything just for the five years that my IUD in is is in. I'm just like, no, nah. <laughs> counting down to the day that it's going to come out. Instead of actually mentally doing something about it. Right. Adjusting my attitude.
1: Yeah, we, s- we sit in that tension. We just sit in it. How do we get you to relax? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Everything is Everything. fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. I am relaxed and in present time. Oh. It's like when someone says to you, how are you? And you're like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> fine, thanks. Good. How are you? Let's talk about you.
0: <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so with, no, but seriously, with that in mind, like, are there things that you've been doing or are you just realizing that you're, you're, you're just at the start of like the thought of realizing you're not relaxed or are you taking action on not being
1: yeah, able to relax? Yeah, I, I have been taking action in the way that we just said of of just when I realize how stressed I am just going okay you're here now and in this moment everything is okay nothing else exists out of this moment does it so right now you know I'm looking out the window at a green hedge of trees and I feel the air. It's a little cold on my bare feet. Just kind of getting into the sensations of Mm -hmm. the moment. Uh, Yeah, just.
0: That's one of those classic things they say, isn't it? When someone's having, not that you're having a panic attack, but I think it is very effective because there is that thing of like something you can see, something you can touch, something you can taste. So I think that that really, I find that to be really, really
1: effective. And you've talked about that before, and I'm sure that's part of your grief counseling is um your 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 therapy that you've been doing is activating the five senses Mm. yeah because we go through life like sleepwalking a lot of times we're just kind of sleepwalking yeah not in tune with our body and our um, senses
0: totally totally and i'm sure that you're feeling that a little bit now in the stress state that you're in i have been Obviously, it's been, like, a mega stressful time since I've been back with everyone being ill. It really has. Had a friend in the hospital. And, like, I went to this wedding, which was beautiful, but that was, like, really scary for me. Yeah. I haven't done anything like that in a long time. Um, you know, you're, you've got your stresses with your work and your legal situation, all of that stuff. And, I, you know, I'm presumably like anyone else at other things, too. Um, I'm stressed, and so I kind of check out a little bit. And my senses aren't really like all there I notice that I don't really feel things as much it's got this kind of yeah. like stress for me has this kind of like sedative sedative um thing it numbs you doesn't like, it it does it actually does and I've noticed that so much since I've been back that I am feeling slightly numb to, th- to certain things and I know it's just not me like yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm somebody that feels very deeply so to me it's a sign of like okay you're something's a little bit off because this isn't it's not my mode to be numb to things yeah. if anything it's the opposite I'm over feeling about things but um so that's been really weird in the last couple of weeks is like that numbness feeling of just being like okay I'm overwhelmed so I'm just gonna
1: yeah I, I stop listening. I'll stop listening to everyone yes. around me.
0: Oh, my God. It's crazy. I, Same. I, yeah,
1: I won't. I, I can't talk. Uh, and it's so painful when that happens because you're with people and you're just you can't respond. You're like trapped in your own prison because you're not listening to them. And then you're super awkward because they're like, what is wrong? Are you OK? and mm, yeah. what? Mm, what? What? <laughs> you just start doing a lot of that. Uh, the, the other day, my agents, a couple of my agents, uh, I have a whole slew of agents, you know, but a couple of them wanted to talk to me and they wanted a phone call. You would, I went into such a tailspin for the entire 24 hours wow. that I had to wait for this phone call. And, and I learned more about stress in that experience because I saw how even if there's no stress, we'll make it up. we're we're so addicted we're so addicted that if we can't find something to be stressed about we will make it up and that's what is happening when you're watching people dramatize their lives and create these insane things where you're going where are you getting that from this
0: isn't yeah and this isn't even a situation,
1: Right. And it turned out to be a lovely phone call with them. Like, they had really great things to say and they just wanted to connect. And I had wasted this 24 hours and turned it into this crisis where I was totally For checked out from my body and my brain and everyone around me the, the whole time. And it's just, we waste so much time because of this addiction mm-hmm. to stress. So let's just take a fucking chill pill (laughs) things are not as important as we are making them oh my god exactly as you know as you know and gary marshall used to say this to me when he was alive he'd say some days are life and death today is not one of them so until it is life or death which some days are aren't they some days you will you will get that call and it will be that you have to handle Mm -hmm. a death Mm. if today's not that day
0: yeah you're chilling you got
1: no problems honestly
0: it's interesting that we're having this chat as well because i screenshotted something from instagram that came up you know how they put in your stories the new features yes did you watch the new feature thing no i never do Okay, so
1: there's this new feature where basically... I depend on you to give me all my technological (laughs) news and updates. Okay, so Instagram has a
0: new feature whereby it's like things can get overwhelming. Life can be stressful when you need some balance. And it's basically, I'm sure on the heels of that whole thing that came out about how Instagram knows that they're like giving people mental illness and oh so they're trying to
1: take responsibility for
0: i mean yes supposedly so it's it says like when you need some balance take some time away from social media really we've created a new we've created a new setting so it's a reminder to take breaks from social media and you can set it to 30 minutes away So we'll remind you to take a break when you spend this amount of time at once on your Instagram, whether it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or whatever it is. And you can set the reminder in the app now to tell you to get off Instagram. And then it says here, okay, you've chosen to take a break. Every 10 minutes, take a moment to reset by closing Instagram. And then it says, take a few deep breaths, write down what you're thinking, listen to your favorite song, or check something off your to-do list. You can take time to journal, you can you know whatever it is so they've got this whole thing now on their page um and in the app just in case any of you need to know that and didn't watch the new features on instagram you can now put a little reminder in there to tell you to get the fuck offline stop looking at a bunch of bullshit that's one of the things i want to do this week is like You can't avoid COVID stuff because you literally can't. Like even my, even like meme, funny meme pages that I follow, post things about COVID. You know, it's like, even if it's just funny stuff, Mm -hmm. for me, what I'm realizing is like, anything about it is the bell. Mm -hmm. And I'm all, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like gotta read, gotta know, gotta read it. And it's like, yeah, I don't, doesn't change anything. Literally changes nothing. Whether I know about it or I don't know about it. I just need to know, like, the rules for the situation that I'm in at the time on the day that I'm in the situation. Yeah. Obviously, unless you're planning travel or
1: something. but The, um, the, the bare essentials, that's what we need. Yeah. Um, well, that- And
0: I think it's interesting that, that that's clearly in the um, atmosphere. You're feeling it for your reasons. I'm feeling it for my reasons. Mm-hmm. Alex very much am feeling it. There's a new feature on Instagram about feeling it.
1: Yes. Everybody's feeling it, aren't they? That Instagram thing is interesting to me. I'm not quite sure how I feel about it. Uh, I think it's lovely that they're doing that. Uh, Also, part of me thinks, like, have they done some new study where they've now learned that people are going to want it more if they only spend, like, 15 minutes at a time? So they'll be coming back more often. And they've learned that this is, like, the psychology behind it. (laughs)
0: you're right to feel skeptical I obviously don't I don't think it's like something that they're doing out of the goodness of their own hearts at all
1: but I think they're doing it so they don't get sued right exactly they're protecting their asses and where we're headed with this technology is pretty scary to me because it's all heading into virtual reality and people plugging into the grid and living these alternate lives as avatars and it's very freaky so let's see instagram where we're headed shall we (laughs) but thanks for the uh concern
0: (laughs) thanks for the concern for the problem that you created created. um so exactly so I'm sorry you're feeling that way Lucy. no I it's hope that your steps to combat it are. I think know, the lessons working. in it are really
1: important and I'm glad it's happening because we can share it because I know it's happening to most people and there's a lot of depression and PTSD going on through the the pandemic and the holidays just put a magnifying glass on all of that so mm. Mm. <sighs> yeah I live my yeah, life I mean, so people. that we can talk about it. I sacrifice my life so that we can help others. Well,
0: finally, because the last two weeks I've just been chatting shit about bollocks. I am so glad that you're able to do it.
1: <laughs> Your cottage looks gorgeous, by the way. I see a Christmas tree. I see Thank some you. gorgeous hearts strung up on the ship beams in the roof. Lovely.
0: Yeah, she's so sweet. When we came back to the... I went to London for the weekend for a wedding... And then when we came back, she was like, get ready. It's I've made it all Christmas for Aww. you at the cottage. Get your Christmas jumpers on. So cute. She like put up a tree. and
1: So I've been crafting like crazy. In between the crafting and the crafts. hot chocolates and the walks in the country and the wreaths that you've been making out of the holly that you're oh. picking along the side of the road. Do we have any news? Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: Fucking nice.
1: <laughs> okay, ready? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's not wild news. It's not important news. It's it's Lucy Lucy and Annabelle Annabelle news.
0: news. Oh, that wasn't so bad, actually.
1: actually sounded shit from my end. What do you got for us, Annabelle, Chrysanthemum, Jonesy Jones, boo boo face? (laughs) Okay, defiant Ben
0: Affleck whines about his hurt feelings, but doesn't apologise, saying he did not blame ex-Jennifer Garner for his alcoholism as he talks to Jimmy Kimmel to defend his comments. He felt trapped. Affleck, 49, said that he drank while married to Garner because he wasn't happy. (laughs) The actor made the comments on Howard Stern's radio show on Tuesday, and on Wednesday he told the host, Jimmy Kimmel, that they were taken out of context. He added he was furious that the media had reportedly twisted his words and made him appear as though he was criticizing his ex. They had literally taken a two-hour conversation and made it seem as if I was saying the exact opposite of what I had said. He fumed. Affleck and J-Lo were seen walking into Kimmel's set cozied up earlier that day, and Garner was spotted taking a walk with the two children she shares with Affleck. So... Oh, man. um, I guess he went on... Howard Stern talks a lot about he says we talked a lot about my family you know alcoholism struggling with real things how you have to be accountable and loving how I work with my ex-wife how I'm so proud of the way we work together for our kids the best we can do for them I was thrilled he told Kimmel about his appearance on Stern I thought wow I should do more honest exploratory self-evaluating things then I start seeing all this stuff come up on Twitter and I was like what is this he was furious that the media had twisted his words and made it appear as though he was criticizing his ex.
1: How can you be furious when you've experienced the media doing this for the last 30 years? Um, That's what the media does, dum-dum. Well, because now it's affecting,
0: like, I'm going to assume that it can be pretty dicey and spicy with his ex-wife, so anything... It's that classic thing of like anything that gets you in trouble with the missus or your baby mama is like not welcome.
1: (laughs) Never feels good to be told that you're the reason for someone's drinking, which I've been told that. Have you? Um, (laughs) I've been told that.
0: Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that I was the reason for the drinking and the um and for the cheating. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it doesn't feel good, and I think that it's this seems like a combination of two things. It's one, the media is so, as we were talking about earlier, they're so vicious. the way they twist things, the way they manipulate things to be the narr- whatever narrative that they wish for it to be. Yeah. Um, you know, the other side of that is is you do have to be a bit careful, I think when you are talking about your, your issues <laughs> well I think when you're talking about your issues you know one of the things that I've been really taught in therapy is like is to take absolute responsibility for my feelings and my own stuff and never be like you know I've noticed that when I do this or when that we do this or I was doing this because of you or mm-hmm. I It's just like why were you doing that what not because of me (laughs) like um so I think that it's so easy to do I mean we all catch ourselves doing it and I think that it's it's the victim so I think we're very we're we're taught from a very young age I mean a lot of people are some people succumb to it and some people don't that when you are a victim everyone is very nice to you and treats you softly and get and you get different types of behaviour. And I think that some people grow out of that as they get older and some people stay in it.
1: Depends um, on parenting, too. Um, a child learns that very young with, uh, based yeah. on the reaction they get from their parents when they go to victim. Yeah. If they get a, yeah. a reaction that, that supports the victim, then unfortunately they're going to become addicted to that in their life as they grow up. And it's really dangerous for a parent to do that with a child because you can ruin a person that way.
0: I mean, and it's dangerous for all of us to do with any any person in our lives. I I have a few people in my life who are like perpetual victims, and some of them are no longer in my life. And um, actually, I saw somebody recently who is who is one of these people that is a perpetual victim who I grew up with. Actually, and it was amazing, like the depth it's still there even today we're, we're you know 32 33 years old um and a little very nothing somebody bumped into somebody's situation and it was like the victim jumped out yeah. you know mm-hmm. um and it's something i find so i think now that i'm aware of it and i'm aware of it in myself and i hate so much i, I know mean, I'm, I'm not so like, aware an of it of in myself and innately victimy person it's really not my like go-to setting so when i do slip into it even if it's justified sometimes because you know sometimes we are in a on the back foot or we are in a downtrodden situation even when i'm justified in it i'm like no don't you do it bitch (laughs) um so then when i see it in other people i i'm not I don't respond nicely to it. I don't. I feel a bit mean about what my kind of like inner response is, which is really a, is a lack of empathy. But I do find it hard with victimy people. Um, well, that's all addiction is
1: victims. is victim. Yeah. 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 I know. I have a hard time with it too. So anyway, Aww.
0: poor Ben Affleck is an alcoholic, and he just had this marriage with this beautiful, and he wishes woman that the press and, would be more understanding he's when he's email- opening up. And now he's really sad. Because his words, words were taken in the <laughs> wrong way. <laughs> Somebody...
1: Aw, poor Ben Affleck. Poor Ben Affleck.
0: Anyway, that's my... <laughs> that's <Yeah>. my face. <laughs> we're such bitches.
1: <laughs> Listen, if it's one thing we know, it's uh, addicts.
0: Moral of the story is, don't be a fucking... Don't be a, <laughs> don't a bitch, be a fucking Ben. Pull your pussy on straight. Ben. yeah nobody likes a cry baby
1: well my news is just (laughs) fascinating as always comes to us from russia where 65 cats are treated like favored guests at the world-renowned hermitage museum in russia so the empress elizabeth the (laughs) first in the 1740s 50s 60s brought in 65 cats to this museum to help with the mice mm-hmm. and they've stayed since mm-hmm. then and it's well uh, not the original the, cats. the heirs Just, the yeah. heirs the yes the offspring the bloodline, the bloodline. The bloodline. isn't it Russian. i know the bloodline <laughs> is still intact for these cats they they reside in the basement of the hermitage museum in saint petersburg And um, they've got their own veterinary care all the time. They are completely fed, and they still keep the mice away. And it's become a place for people to bring their stray cats if they can't take care of them. They just kind of donate them to (laughs) the museum. Yeah. Yeah, they're either accepted by the group or ripped to shreds, you know, depending on if they're worthy to... No, I'm joking. They're not ripped to shreds. But you can imagine... The cat fights that go on. Oh my god, it was basement, for real. Right? I was like, what? Um, it says after the Soviet Union collapsed in 1991, many people in the area could no longer afford to feed and care for their cats. And so, so many were adopted, brought into the museum in the 90s. And yeah, it's just this massive community of cats in the basement of a museum. Sounds like heaven to me. Maybe I should just quit quit all my important jobs and go be (laughs) a cat minder in russia i would love that
0: (laughs) there's something about environments with lots of cats in that i just find so disgusting i don't know what it is i'm not you know i like cats i like them fine but it's something about it is just I don't know why. I'm actually a price. little
1: scared of these cats because it seems like over time with this pure bloodline, they've turned into like super cats. <laughs> Who knows what superpowers they have down there? And I just imagine <laughs> it like this marble corridor with these pillars and just like...
0: There must be pictures online.
1: Oh, here's one of them. He doesn't look too happy.
0: The Hermitage cats. Wow, these little Kit cats are really living in the I lap know, of luxury. They look scary though.
1: They've got a look in their eye that oh I haven't god, seen on a normal cute. cat. But.
0: I like them. Yeah, they're not normal cats. I magic think this cats. is one of the
1: places we're gonna have to go. On our show. <laughs> oh my god! I want
0: like look at this. This is like a beautiful thing with like art and statues, and there's just yeah. Like, so anyway, that's <laughs> my news. Shall we move
1: on to listener feedback? Oh
0: my god! Yeah, I could talk about this all day, but yeah, we should. <laughs> Okay, so we got some feedback here from one listener. He says, Melanie is a gigantic ass. What's her last name? That's my that's my um oh, old music. Teacher old music for anyone teacher. that listened to last week's episode who I who I pelted stones at her. Um they were just little
1: stones. They were tiny little stones. Listen, tiny, you don't need to stones. you don't need to explain yourself. We're all on your side. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> me Melanie. And
0: then goes on to say that this is really funny. Book club. I love Wuthering Heights. We could have an entire session on that. I love the classics. Loved Memoirs of a Geisha too. I do think the book club needs to read the same book in order to discuss it.
1: <laughs> I love. Don't worry, babe. We'll be reading the same People are correcting book. me about how a book club is run. We'll no, be... you should. I, I don't like a book club, but you're right. You know what? You're right i'm sorry i apologize we should read the same book that's hilarious it
0: just made me laugh more than i can tell you yeah do you know what you're right babe we
1: should read the same book okay go on your turn oh my god so let's see it says this listener is saying that our show has been so therapeutic during the pandemic having a high-stress career, working from home, so many changes, your show's been a huge stress reliever. Some shows are more difficult than others to listen to, but every episode of this has been a gift. A few episodes have had me crying like a baby or laughing whilst listening, and I've never had that happen before with a podcast. Wow. Um, They go on to say that some episodes force them to be personally confrontational and to do internal work. And that the episodes have helped them address things from toxicity in relationships. She says, why did I hold on to that man when he had nothing to offer but a giant penis? Seriously. <laughs> but in reality, he was not good for her mental health. Um, and she says, today marks the third day where she's finally free of him and why is that so scary? Wow isn't that interesting wow Um, and she says and it's also you know caused me to think about holding in my pee because i want to punish myself hearing lucy say that made me go oh my god i do that too well you know what listener whoa shit then it makes it all worth it for me to feel embarrassed when i shared that because good (laughs) yes Now you both know you're
0: not alone. I bet so many more people do that than even It's the
1: little things that nobody ever talks about, isn't it? That we all do, but nobody says it out loud, so we think we're alone. Exactly. It's like too
0: embarrassing. Uh, She says, you
1: are both examples of strength through incomprehensible losses. Thank you for reminding us that it is okay to be in the process of finding new joy and for being honest, uplifting, and resonant. Plus, you teach us that it's okay to put ourselves first now I have to put on my fucking lipstick because I will look at myself in the mirror and think yes bitch you are that woman and I will be proud despite decades of trauma but I constantly pick up that little me and I say I've got you now and this show has helped me see that even if no one else sees me in my fabulous new Chanel lipstick
0: I know, so
1: good. You so guys good. rock, seriously. So good.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, you guys really are the best. <laughs> We're obsessed with you. And we asked
1: you a fun question this last week, which was, apart from "Life is short," what other lines do you use before making bad decisions? And your answers cracked us up. What are some of the ones that you like, Annabelle?
0: One I liked a lot was I've Done Worse.
1: That's a good one.
0: That is like, that. I cla- that's like classic what would go through my head is be like, meh.
1: Yeah. Done Worse. Minimizing what you're about to do because you've done worse.
0: Yeah. And then if I'm trying to like put a positive spin on it, I agree with this one. You miss 100% of the shots you never take. Just to try yeah. and like gas myself up into a situation. Um, true. Well, this is one's funny. I'll go to confession later.
1: <laughs> Love it. More than more than one of you said fuck it. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of you said just to be fuck a pretty it. Pretty yeah. common one. Yeah. I like this. So I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else says, what could go wrong? Here's another positive spin one. Live for today as there may be no tomorrow. Mhm. You can spend that much on a meal by accident. <laughs> I love that. It's a good one. It's a
0: good one. Yeah. So what what made you like what cuz this has been in your crawl for a while. Yeah. This concept. You've been talking about it for a while. What what is it about this that made you like want to talk about it or, you know, is it is there have you been doing some things where you're just like, maybe I should? Be doing
1: this. Well, <laughs> I we've mentioned that I was a part of this high control group for a chunk of years mm-hmm. a while ago. And something that was always part of the brainwashing of this was that there are right and wrong decisions. So while I was a part of that group, I was obsessed with not making a wrong choice, and I became paralyzed because I was so afraid to make any choice at all because it might be the wrong choice. And if it was the wrong choice, punishment came with that, and failure, you got an F. You made the wrong choice, F. You make the right choice to receive love, to be good enough, to live a successful life, to get success, you have to make the right choice. And so the concept since I left that group and have begun to heal from the insanity is Mm. that letting go of a right or wrong decision because I don't believe that there is a right or wrong decision because we don't know the reasons for things in this life. It's so much bigger Mm. than we can possibly imagine the reasons for where our life takes us. And I think that all you can do is make a positive choice for yourself take out mm-hmm. the words right or okay. wrong it's not black and white yeah. there's a positive choice and there's maybe a less positive choice mm-hmm. and I think human nature a lot of times is to make maybe the less positive choice but a choice that might be more entertaining more fun more exciting but yeah
0: feels, good, feels in good in the moment in the moment
1: as much as we try to make that positive choice all the time, I'm gonna have the salad instead of the chocolate.
0: That doesn't sound like a good choice. That sounds like a pretty really bad choice.
1: <laughs> You've described this with food a lot, Annabelle, talking yourself out of having a whole burrito, Right. saying I'll have half the burrito instead. Why are you thinking that way? Mm. Well, because you believe that that is the more positive choice. Mm. And even though we we strive for that positive choice, Oh, we want the whole burrito, and we just, we want it, and we give in, and we know that it's going to come with a set of... Judgments uh, on maybe, yourself. Yeah. I think... Choices are interesting. Since I left that group, and I've gotten my own choice back, which I had lost my own choice for a long time, yeah. I feel. I had given it away to someone else mm-hmm. who was in charge of my choices, really the concept of choice has become just at the forefront of my mind and I think about it a lot and it feels so good now to be the one in charge of my own decisions no matter what and and that comes with responsibility doesn't it you take responsibility for the choice that you make positive or less positive I don't even like to say the word negative yeah to me it's positive and less positive so that's where this came from
0: this is making me think about something that has been on my message. The, the, there's a man cleaning the windows. Just if you can hear that noise, that's what that is. I don't know who this man is. I don't know. What's it's a lot of strange activity yeah, in your village. It's a busy day. Well, do you know what it is? Thursday night, tonight, there's like a little um, Christmas event in the village, which is going to be adorable. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think maybe people are, because everyone's going to be out, people are getting their windows cleaned because they don't want to be seen to no. Oh, anything. yeah. Scrubby windows in the main street of the Right, village. right. Oh wow, he's really getting in there. Okay.
1: Yeah, I can um, hear him. He sounds like he's breaking into the house. No, no,
0: he's just really scrubbing the windows.
1: Is he making eye contact with No, you? thank
0: God. That would be very awkward. Oh, all those spiders webs. Oh God, there it goes. R.I.P. Spider. Oh God. Oh, bye, bye, little oh, spiders.
1: Little
0: baby. Um. Oh. <laughs> nice. Okay, I can't watch this. It's like a massacre. <laughs> It
1: sounds like an earthquake (laughs) um so should I wait till it's over no Okay. just as long as everybody knows that's what's happening in the background it sounds like someone having a wee it's not it's the window cleaner um
0: (laughs) I think that it's interesting because okay so I like what you're saying because you're saying good choices and bad choices and when I think about first of all I just want to say I don't remember the burrito thing but that is not a decision I would make anymore. <laughs> like, right. I don't, We're way I don't know when I said that, but I don't feel that way anymore. Um, so what happens is it's like I'm, I can remember the, very much the feeling of it because I still have it with other things. So it's like I didn't eat the rest of the burrito, so I'm good. Or I did eat the rest right. of the burrito, so I'm bad. And I think yeah. one of the things with the eating disorder is you do associate good and bad, positive and negative, with different foods, um, and you know other different choices. It's not. It's not just about food. It's about clothes. It's about the silhouettes. It's about yeah. you know. Um,
1: we assign it to everything. It's, it's we everything. assign good and bad to every choice in our lives, and I'm trying. I am, I am in my healing process getting away from that and really enjoying that choices are not black and white and that I am in charge of my choices. Mm. And I think a lot of us give our power away to other people making decisions for us, to being a victim to other people's decisions that we feel we had no choice in and also judging ourselves so harshly by it being a good or a bad decision. Good and bad is in the eye of the beholder, Mm. (laughs) just like beauty. It doesn't exist in the natural world. If you look at nature, there is no good or bad. Even a volcano that takes out an entire town, we see that as bad. But that's just nature running its cycles. It's neutral.
0: I'm a big advocate of neutrality, neutral thinking.
1: Me too. Neutral decisions. It's very important. I think
0: the first place I tend to go to now after if something big or bad or scary or dramatic or intense is happening, I will go, "Ah," and then I go, okay, let's be neutral. Or if somebody's ill, instead of going catastrophizing and going to the absolute worst place or doing demented positive thinking, which neither of the negative thinking and catastrophizing or the positive thinking have any grounds or basis in reality, I think the most realistic place is neutrality where it's like, you know what? I don't know what's gonna happen either way. I am hoping and giving energy to that I hope things go positively and in in an upward trajectory and in a non-destructive way. But I'm not gonna say, it's one thing actually with friends when they're going through a hard time or something happens to them, I will never say to them, everything's gonna be all right. Unless I really believe it. Because I don't think it's helpful. I don't think it's
1: helpful. Well, no one can promise that.
0: Unless you know, unless your friend is like in a tailspin or some shit's going like, you know, unless it's like a breakup when you're like, bitch, everything is going to be all right. You know, there there are situations where we know everything's going to be all right. But then there are situations where we don't. And I don't think it's helpful. And I cannot literally bring myself to say it to people even to though it. I want to because I want to just go it's okay everything's gonna be okay don't worry I just can't do it I can't do it yeah
1: well you just said something really important and that is that we don't know what's going to happen either way and what choices are I think is our little attempt at controlling our universe
0: totally
1: you can't control your universe oh my God, it's, it's gonna all we happen, do. no matter yeah, what it's all we
0: want to do it's
1: all we want to do is control and we're obsessed with with the right or the wrong choice and I say let's debunk that let's get to a more neutral place of knowing that we're not in control yes we want to survive yeah. yes we want to to feel good and do what's best for our survival of course you should make decisions that are in the direction of survival and not yeah destructive. Death, of course yeah 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 that's what choice is meant for, to survive. Well, making
0: a destructive
1: choice isn't neutral. But just to get away yeah. from this judgment of, of right and wrong. That's the bottom line. That's it. Of course choice is important. Let's all be at cause for our choices and not judge them as right or wrong all the time. Yeah. It's been on my mind in this process of unraveling truth from lies.
0: So you might not want to talk about this and if you don't it's totally fine because I don't even know if I do but what you're saying is something that's massively on my mind at the moment because you're talking about like free will and choice and increasingly I feel that the world is turning into a place where we are whether it's with like vaccine passports and mandates or you know you have to have a fucking piece of paper to go in and buy a latte at the cafe or whatever it is you know all of the paperwork that we had to do to fly all of the apps all of the Um, eye scans and fingerprint scans and all of this stuff is you know increasingly making me feel like if you want to participate in the world you basically have to give up a huge amount of your freedom um, and your freedom and your um, your anonymity and autonomy and I think right now we are being asked to turn our backs on that in many many different ways and I think that is what is underpinning my stress at the moment it's not really any of the COVID stuff it's not really any of that it is actually much deeper than that it's what it is all it's this it's the system that is being implemented and bolstered with COVID as the um, delivery method and and that is what is causing me stress is that I feel I am losing many of my freedoms and um I'm just wondering when you're going through what you're going through right now in the the personal level does something bigger in the world that's kind of doing what I view to be the same thing trigger a personal feeling in you like does it, it do the two overlap or do you not feel how I feel at all or you know what do you think about
1: that? Damn it, you just said that so beautifully. Sometimes on this podcast, <laughs> I hear you say things that I could never have said it like that. And I just admire you oh, so much die. in those moments. But I know you've said the same thing about me, too. So, yeah, you know, you it is a it, back and forth. It. <laughs> that was so great how you just said that. I a thousand million percent feel the same way as you do about it. Thanks for putting it into words. And yes, it does overlap. Mm. It's been really interesting to go through this unraveling after that group during the pandemic Mm. when the same thing I see happening on a large scale. It's like a micro to the macro. Mm. And I'm coming out of being under someone's thumb. And so to see that everyone's going back into being under the thumb is I I see it so clearly. I recognized it in an instant. And it's hard to have those conversations with most people Mm -hmm. because they will not confront Mm -hmm. that. That's what I'm finding difficult about these COVID conversations. Who cares if you want the vaccine or not? But let's talk about what's really going on under the surface, and that's what most people will not look at.
0: People really don't want to talk about it, and
1: they really don't want to see it that way. They trust. They trust what they're being told. They trust the media. They trust the government, and that's it. And they're. Anyone who goes against that is a heretic.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you're a conspiracy theorist and a crackpot, and
1: you're a conspiracy it, theorist. It just make, yes.
0: Unfortunately, if you, it's just, it's just not the case. It's like, it's all there for you to look at. If you can be fucked to like, it's like on the government websites. So it's not like something I've read on like OKMagazine.com. It's like they're telling you what they're doing on their own websites in their own words it's like you were saying the biggest lies are hidden in plain sight and all of that stuff and i'm not saying listen exactly i'm not like a covid denier. i'm not like one of these people that thinks it's like a scamdemic and like all of this stuff like,
1: i get i get and I, i'm not a conspiracy no, theorist in, i hate conspiracy theories they annoy the shit out of me
0: the thing that i hate about conspiracy theories is that it makes actual um it makes when something actually is going on that is sus it makes a mockery of it
1: because you know right No conspiracy theories annoy the shit out of me but this is right here in plain sight and you can either wake up and see it or yeah keep your head in the sand which people love keeping their head in the sand that's most people it takes a lot of courage to take your head out of the sand and, and look at the facts from a neutral standpoint neutrality exactly and, um, I'm
0: not anti-vaccine I'm not no. pro-vaccine I'm not Me neither. anti-government I'm not pro-government I'm not I'm very I'm a centrist like truly Um, I can lean each way on different things and um, yeah I really you know we've had this conversation a thousand times about other things as I hate being labeled as one thing when I'm when I'm not but i just it's so interesting what you're saying because what has it and it hurts me in like a like a heartbreaking way of of how willingly and almost gleefully people are turning their backs on their right to autonomy and their right to live in in um a a free society uh it's it's heartbreaking to me that we've been so henpecked and programmed to believe that, that this is a positive action. I think it completely
1: undermines the fabric of our society and our democracy. Um, it does. It's, it's embarrassing and it's sad and it, it, it's very cringe. It's cr- Honestly, Han, <laughs> it's cringe. <laughs> and this stress that people are feeling... I mean, people are describing PTSD from the last two years, yes, and this is course. why nobody really understands how to put it into words or what's really going on. But they can feel that it's off, and so you just putting it into words the way you did helps me, and and I'm sure others. And, ooh, uh, I'm sure it's
0: adding to to you know. I know that it's adding to this feeling of dis ease that I have surrounding. Yes, everything me too. And there's just this constant little bell in the back it's the bell it's the the Pavlov's bell. um so yeah. it's just really interesting that you said what you're saying because I've been feeling I'm behind you you're ahead in the process of realization about decisions and all of those things I mean we're on the same page about the neutrality stuff but i this is the first time i've been confronted in this way with somebody trying to or uh, whatever it is trying to um remove take your choice away away, remove my remove my ability to be neutral or even understanding of what that means for me in my life in my family in, in my body um and so I think we probably, we might have all have a lot to learn from you, <laughs> you see, in the coming months.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'm in the process of unraveling a lot of crap, and I will continue to share it as it comes up because I, I want to help people with it. It, it. The only way that I can justify it as not time wasted is if I, in mm-hmm. present time, share mm-hmm. it and speak up and use my mm-hmm. voice to share these lessons mm-hmm. that I learned from being a part of a group like that.
0: While not everyone has been in a group like that, we kind of all have. If you've been to a school or you've been in a clique of friends or you've been fucking boarding school, or if you've been in, you know, a work in a relationship, in a controlling say, relationship. any situation where there's hierarchy, where there's systems, where there's do's, there's don'ts, there's all of those things. they can relate to the things that you're saying and that's why I think it's so powerful and I think it's very very relatable regardless of kind of like the context of what the experience is I think exactly you can help a lot of people by talking about your experience I know sometimes you go like oh I'm I you know I'm is it boring or am I'm so bored of going on about it It, it's not boring it's not and it never will be because it's something that people will continue to experience
1: well, get ready because it's heating up.
0: <laughs> that train's coming in slowly, but it's coming
1: in. <laughs> that train, that impending train, is uh, left the station and is arriving. <laughs> choo <Choo-choo>. choo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're so cryptic sometimes. Oh, no,
0: it's fine, but it always comes out in the wash. Um,
1: <laughs> it does.
0: <laughs> Christmas isn't over yet. Um, so we're going to be doing some more no, questions. No, Christmas from... <laughs> is far from over. I know we haven't talked about much Christmassy things. We're going to – you guys just wandered with a bunch of Christmassy stuff, which we'll do next week for our Christmas week episode. But because we haven't finished the
1: Christmas quiz questions, I will be – Yes, ready. we have many Christmas surprises in the in the rest of December. Oh, here we are with the magazine the again. The Hambledonian. The Hambledon – I always want to say Hambolonian. <laughs> the hamelonian
0: the hamelonian
1: oh last I, annabelle's got her magazine from the little village where she's at i've um i was
0: invited to the carol thing whatever it is yesterday by our um landlady here and she's like you know it people take it very seriously and i was like oh and she's like you know some of the children i was like is it like stage moms like what's the what's the vibe and she was like, "Yeah, well, you know, it's going to be it's like Hambledon royalty are going to be there." And I'm like, "Huh? What's Hambledon royalty?" She's like, "You know, just people that have lived here their whole lives." And I'm like, "There are people that have lived in Hambledon their whole life. Damn. And that's beautiful. No wonder
1: they're washing the windows. That is
0: beautiful. Imagine that you grew up in the house and now you live in it.
1: Damn. Yeah, I Crazy. know." It's- quite a life no wonder they're washing windows they're getting ready for the they royalty are. that's why
0: was that's what i was saying to you like it's like a big deal tonight so um yeah.
1: so what do you have for us out okay, of the magazine freddy's
0: family christmas quiz where do we get mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. you're not gonna know the answers to any of these um well good because it gives you an excuse to push me down like you posted that <laughs> horrible video of pushing that lady into the chair i am people love that i have been
0: watching that people like when
1: you abuse me (laughs) people are
0: sick (laughs) well it's only funny because actually everyone knows that if anyone's going to slap or flip or push someone down it's going to be you not me (laughs) i love that video so much i saved it in like july and i've watched it probably 300 (laughs) times since july it's something about the way that the ornaments clatter on the tree and the piano goes boom and then she goes it's just like my favorite video i like the way her head (laughs) head (laughs) spins around i love it oh my god i love it so much um okay (laughs) if you're born
1: all right give me one i'm gonna get wrong okay
0: if you're born on christmas day what's your star sign capricorn do you know that i didn't look at the answer yet
1: yeah what do you not have the yeah, answers?
0: i do oh capricorn well done yes well done yes you got one right have you got any right yes. so far i think uh, that's the first one well I don't <laughs> of course you got the star sign one right you fucking hippie of course i did um what else oh no you got that one wrong <laughs> yeah I got stuff wrong last week I want to know this one what colour suit did Santa wear until Coca-Cola rebranded him in red
1: (gasps) oh my god Um, don't tell me Um, it's pretty
0: obvious when you have a good think about it
1: blue blue (laughs) blue's not a Christmas (laughs) colour oh I don't know like a starry night no (laughs) what uh, wait, What's wait, 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 the other wait, wait, wait. gold?
0: No, you think Santa's wearing a gold suit? He's not fucking Elvis. What is the other <laughs> Christmas color? Green,
1: purple. Lucy. Oh no! <laughs> just... That last one, I was teasing. I was teasing. Green. What color green? Then, like a Kelly green, or like a forest green, or a mint?
0: No, like dark. Mint. Green. Imagine
1: Santa in mint in a green. Green
0: suit with some Gucci loafers.
1: With gold tassels.
0: I don't like this conversation. I wish I never asked. Okay, how? That's the third. That's the second question. Um, okay. Oh, here we go. What fruit is okay, okay. traditionally put inside a Christmas stocking?
1: Ooh! Don't tell me! Don't tell me. Um. Ooh, I know. Um, a little orange.
0: Yes. Yes. We got another- yes i picked out the easy ones because i didn't want to have to slap you again so
1: oh man i love when you slap me (laughs) all right um wow okay well are there more of that okay we have great oh you guys are gonna love next (laughs) week get ready for christmas tuck in yeah snuggle up and get ready for Christmassy episodes from here on out well that will it's only one more week i know I know
0: um, Yeah next week we'll do a Christmas bonanza It will come out <laughs> the day after Christmas So you'll still be feeling Christmassy Yeah boxing day You don't really do that in America You lot do you
1: Nope But they better get with it yeah. They're missing out Yeah. Come on Americans step it up Boxing day is just another excuse to Drink and eat and just Be fat on the couch Come on You guys love that stuff, so. (laughs) We love that stuff. It's like an extra Thanksgiving. Come on. I don't know how that got lost in the wash. It's so interesting having half English family now and being American because so much just got lost in translation from here Mm. to there. Mm. So many words got changed. The spelling of many words, traditions just got like morphed and lost and fucked up.
0: One of the things I want to do with you on either next week's episode or maybe the one after is, have you ever seen those things online where it's like things that aren't, I've noticed that are weird since living in the UK or things I've noticed that are weird? So I think that we should do a thing where I'm like, let's do what that. I think is crazy American stuff and what you think is crazy English stuff.
1: Yes. I can't so wait I want to for do that. this. Yeah. I want to yes. do that because I
0: think it's funny.
1: Okay. Um, let's righty- do that after Christmas.
0: I know you've got a hard a hard out. I knew you were feeling very stressed and in work mode when you texted me and said, I've got a hard out at 11.30. Listen, that's just
1: <laughs> the lingo I use because I'm a professional woman. But actually, we're taking a day trip somewhere to some fabulous village with the family. So I have to go pile in the car with everyone and set off through the countryside. Oh, you're going to have the best day ever. <laughs> that's my hard out. This is to go drink tea and stuff my face in some village that we're going to so what are you doing today well um we're gonna
0: decorate the christmas tree at my mom's house so it's gonna be the first time i've been nice. to the house since i've been here <laughs> so,
1: okay that'll, that'll be an good. adventure i can't wait for the recap
0: yeah it's gonna be fun <laughs> um <laughs> and i need to pop into town and do some christmas shopping as well because it's my mom's birthday and i haven't got anything it's tomorrow so oh it's tomorrow wow you gotta
1: go mm. i don't know what to get will for christmas i'm really struggling here Blow job. (laughs) It's always a hit.
0: (laughs) On that note, love you. (laughs) Love you.
1: Get your lust. The rich man's gold. All that you need is in your soul. Try